Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today I'm going to talk about hydration. Hydration is actually part of our therapeutic order, level one, establishing the basis for health. So this is something that we really focus on. Actually, water is a pretty amazing thing. And we talk about our therapeutic order at level one. We talk about establishing the basis for health that includes nutrition. If you think about it, it actually makes sense, but get a lot of water from the foods that we eat. So certain fruits and vegetables and meats as well um, have moisture in them. So if you are really thirsty, maybe you're going to get some water in there and then not even realize that you're doing it. So again, hydration, we normally don't think of as food. We just normally think about it as water, like how much water is actually in your system, depending on what item it is. And it makes sense, right? Because a watermelon is going to have way more water in it than, say, uh, an overcooked steak, right? Certain vegetables, they have water in them more than others. A cucumber is going to have more water in it than broccoli, right? So those kinds of things make sense. Sometimes, I don't know if you've heard of this before, but when people say, oh, when you're feeling hungry, maybe you're just actually thirsty, and it's because you're truly craving a food that actually has more moisture in it. So you're really wanting to get that moisture, that water, that hydration from the foods that you could possibly be eating because that's that's how it works. One thing, if you're thirsty and then that's when you drink some water, that's when you wait until you're thirsty to drink something, you're already dehydrated. Your body's already telling you that you don't have enough adequate stores. So make sure you drink enough water that you're not ever really getting to the point where you're feeling like you're parched, like you're feeling like you're thirsty. So our bodies are over 70% water. This allows for muscle movement, body processing, like digestion, neurotransmitter function and flow, toxin removal, breathing, and even talking. And I'm sure it's probably not something that you really think about, but if your mouth is dry, you can't talk. If your throat is dry, you can't swallow. You can't smell anything. You can't taste anything if you don't have moisture inside of your mouth. When you breathe, you breathe in, right? When you breathe out, there's actually water droplets coming out of your mouth. So a lot of different things going on with that. Water allows for a lot of different things to happen. One thing is hydration. We use it for fasting. So to talk a little bit about fasting, there are different ways of fasting. One of them you can do, I actually just recently found out about dry fasting. Never thought about that concept before because to me, you need to utilize that water. Um, So that's not really something I'm going to get more into today. However, with water fasting, there's intermittent fasting. There's all different kinds of fasting. I've actually been on a fast recently, coming off of it right now. But with the fasting, if you're going to do just plain water, that's pretty much all you do is you just drink water. You want to make sure that you have pure, clean, filtered water to be able to do that for and make sure you get enough of it every single day. Now, keep in mind, I'm not your doctor. I'm a doctor who's doing a podcast. So if you want to be able to do any of these kinds of therapies, make sure you're getting the guidance of your doctor or reach out to me so that way I can be your doctor. But just because I am saying something on here, please don't take that as direct and specific medical advice. Now, going back to the water fasting, there's a lot of things going on with our water system that doesn't really make the water that we get pure water that is most conducive to our bodies. One thing that's going to make a difference is the location of where you are uh, that affects taste because of what the mineral content is. And then, of course, if it's in a local area, like if you're in the city and you have public water supply, so then you're going to have to deal with whatever kind of additives that they have in there, whatever kinds of chemicals they're using to clean that water supply. If you're out in the 
the country and you are using well water, then whatever is leaching into the ground, whatever is going into your water supply. So you're never actually getting just like a pure straight water with nothing else added. Some things are beneficial for you, some things aren't. And then depending on where you are, you know, maybe you're going to have some copper in there. Well, depending on the people that are there, it might be good for them to have copper. Maybe it's too much. We want to talk about news from a little bit back. An entire community found out that they have lead getting put into their water supplies. You know, it's not exactly the the healthiest thing, depending on what's going on. We all know about the, the petroleum going into the water. We know about pipelines. And, you know, I'm not really going to get into any of those kind of political debates or anything like that. But talking strictly just water, water from streams, those kinds of things have turned commercial. And now you can get bottled water and have it transported across the world to a different location to be able to have that spring water. There's truth in advertising and trusting. And sometimes your sources aren't maybe necessarily what you think it may be. So that's something that you have to consider as well. But in general, when you're talking about hydration and you're talking about water, because our bodies are over 70% water, we need this as part of our normal everyday lifestyle. There's a lot of controversy about how much water is actually necessary and needed. And there are a lot of different theories behind it. One school of thought is drink half your body weight in ounces of water. So for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water every day. That's one theory. There's another theory where people say that you should have eight full glasses of water every day, which means eight, eight ounce cups of water. So eight times eight is 64. But how big are you? How old are you? Those kind of factors make a difference. If you over drink, then you're going to be flushing out your electrolytes. If you under drink, then your cells are going to be messed up on the inside with your electrolytes. So there are a lot of different considerations when thinking about water and hydration and what all of that actually means. Um, that you can go by and it's something that I like to say. One of my elders taught it to me when I was in medical school. She says, drink enough water so that way when you pee, it's the right color. So if you want your pee to be light straw color, so if it's too clear, you have too much water in your body, you are overhydrated. If it's dark, then you don't have enough water in your body. So pee to the point where when you're looking in the toilet bowl, your urine that's in there is the color of light colored straw. Keep in mind also that depending on what you ingest, that can alter your color of your pee. So if you take B vitamins, then you're going to have really bright colored pee, a deeper color. If you are eating asparagus, you're going to have some bright neon colored pee. If you are eating a lot of beets, your urine is going to be reddish color. Don't be afraid that you are possibly bleeding somewhere through your urinary tract, like your bladder, or you might have kidney stones that you're not feeling or something, you know, really outlandish is going on with you. If you're peeing out something that looks like it's bloody, if you're a woman that's not on your period or you are a man, quite honestly, whatever gender that you are or choose not to be, and you just got done eating beets. Keep that in mind. If you are eating beets, your urine could look like it's red. That does not mean that you're bleeding. It means that you ate a lot of beets and it has discolored your urine. One thing also, since I am talking about different colors of urine, if your urine is ever black or dark brown, that means there's something going on with your kidneys and you need to make sure that that gets checked out because you're not supposed to have that bilirubin coming out in your pee. That's supposed to color your poop. That's because I brought up poop that I'm going to point out that if you don't have enough hydration, you're going to be constipated. If you don't have enough fluids in there, you're not going to have enough fluids to help move that out. Another thing that I wanted to point out is with hydration, it's not just 
just ingesting it through your mouth. So uh, what I'm talking about is using springs or using like a magnesium salt soak, like an Epsom salt soak, something like that. It allows the water to be pulled in and the nutrients to go in through your tissues. So it works that way as well. Another thing that water helps cleanse. We know that obviously you take a bath in it, you take a shower, it cleans all the toxins off of your skin. So it keeps everything from going in through your body that way. When I was in massage school, my instructor who was in charge of the program taught a lot of my classes. And she would say that she wouldn't put anything on her skin that she wasn't going to put in her salad because anything that goes on your skin will absorb into your body, which is true. And I don't know if you've heard about any of the studies about the sunscreen, but stuff about that and how it almost immediately gets into your bloodstream. So not exactly something that's good for you. And then also just a little add on with the sunscreen is that with the blockages in there, it blocks the stuff that we want and it doesn't block the stuff that we don't want. So if you're using sunscreen, you are not really helping with stopping your skin cancer. And of course, don't think that I'm saying that the only time you need to have pure, clean, filtered water is when you're doing a fast. It's just that when you're doing a fast, it's even more important that the stuff that you're putting in your body is going to be something that's helpful and beneficial to you because on a fast, you're releasing all of these toxins. So once you get into ketosis and you're burning fat, any of those stored emotions and traumas that you didn't want to deal with before are getting released in your system. And so you're going to have to flush that stuff out. And if you're adding more toxins to your body while you're doing that, then you're going to have more of that junk swimming around in there. So don't think that I'm only saying fasting is the only time it's important to have good, clean water because I'm not saying that at all. All right. So I think that's enough that we've talked about a pretty good coverage there of fasting. I once had a client before that came in. He had a lot of problems, muscular posture and idiopathic scoliosis, meaning it just started and nobody knew why. Come to find out he wasn't drinking water. When I was getting more detailed information from him, he had not had plain water in years. So never went to the sink and grabbed a cup of water from the tap, never drank, you know, a bottle of water, never had a jug of water, never anything like that. He pretty much never had tea, never had coffee, which of course those things aren't exactly pure water, but it makes a difference. Not not really juices, anything like that. Pretty much nonstop. The only drink that he ever ingested was a highly sugared soft drink. In his 30s, he ended up with a heart attack. You need to be able to have water in your body so that way your electrolytes can transfer. We know that water is a conductor of electricity. That's what your ions are in your body, all your positives and your negatives. Those are your electrolytes. So you need to be able to have that good flow back and forth of your pluses and minuses like your chloride and your sodium and your potassium. And you need to make sure that the intracellular, the stuff inside your cells and the extracellular, the liquids outside of your cells have that good flow and balance to be able to keep you even. If you are, say, outside and it's really hot and you are sweating, all of those salts are going to be coming out in your sweat, right? Which means you're losing it from your body. So then you could end up with a heat stroke because you have problems with your electrolytes getting in balance. When you need fluids and people get rushed to the ER for something and they give you an IV, you're going to be getting that sodium potassium water. Water transfers polarities pertaining to the spiritual aspect of energy, transforming, transporting the negative vibes, so to say. And they talk about holy water being blessed, things like that, spiritual correlation and connection, simply from a different perspective from outside the church. And then, of course, there are different types of churches, temples, mosques, things like that. This is not a religion concept or topic, but 
but it is something that I wanted to point out is that water is utilized within spiritual and religious ceremonies. So then because of water being an energy conductor, water transfers polarities externally leading to grounding. If you ever feel kind of out of sorts or kind of scattered or anything like that and you're walking through a cool brook, then you can feel all of that water flushing across your skin or even when you are walking down the sidewalk and there is water from a sprinkler, not only is it refreshing because it's cooler, but it also will attract all of those scattered energy patterns that aren't flowing properly and it'll just zap them clear, so to say. So that way it's actually balancing out the polarity because the earth is actually in negative polarity. And then people walking around when you're using your skin straight on it, you can check out those studies if you're interested in any of that will stabilize and balance out your polarities with the earth so that way you feel more centered, grounded, and balanced. So essentially what it boils down to is that water is essential for life and proper function to be able to make the body or allow the body to be able to work the way that it actually was meant to. Then there's also the aspect of water being an energy conductor that pulls away the polarity of the negative vibes, so to say, and stabilizes the spirit. Water is an amazing conductor to be able to help with that. And polarity just refers to all your ions, those pluses and minuses. It's the electricity in our body. We talk about different things with the different words in different fields, but it's actually the same concept understood. So basically, it doesn't really make a difference if the reason why you're losing your fluid balance and electrolytes ratios, that is because you're either sweating it out, you're peeing it out, pooping it out like you have diarrhea possibly, or you're not really getting it in. So if maybe you're not bringing in those electrolytes, you're not getting it in those vegetables, you're not bringing in the right kinds of foods to be able to have that proper electrolyte balance and water ratio in there, then you could end up with problems leading to heart attack, seizures, coma, even death. So it's it's really important that you actually get your hydration. You make sure that you stay stabilized, focused, and balanced. And other things that could happen, you could get numbness and tingling and headaches. You could be irritable. You could be crabby. There's all kinds of things that, quite honestly, the only thing really that's clinically wrong with you is that you need more water. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. You can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, and until next time, bye guys.